Welcome to the Questions of Faith podcast. I'm Brad Stevens here with Dr. Timothy Larito, and today we have a special episode about the importance of spirit-filled mothers. Mothers play such a vital role in shaping the spiritual lives of their children. Every Christian mother desires to lead their children in the paths of righteousness. Yet we live in a society that is growing more and more wicked and ungodly. So how can mothers continue to shape the spiritual lives of their children? And what impact does the Spirit make in helping to shape the life of the children? In these spiritually challenging times, it's more important than ever that every mother seek to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. In this episode, I get the privilege of introducing Sister Amy Larito. Sister Amy has served as worship pastor at Faith Tabernacle Assembly of God for over 13 years. She's a graduate of Ozark Bible Institute, and she is my wonderful bride. And she is anointed uh, in singing and speaking, and I'm so blessed to have her with us today. Uh, we are blessed with three sons, and she's a wonderful mother, and she has something that I know will be a blessing to each of us today. Welcome to the Questions of Faith podcast my dear beloved wife, Sister Amy. <laughs> well, thank you. It's an honor. You know, I've been a longtime supporter of this podcast. A long time supporter. <laughs> this is the very and beginning. I just want to say thanks for hosting me today. It's an it's an honor. Uh, we're so glad that you're here. Thank you for um, joining us today. So kind of as a starting point, uh, we want to walk through, uh, you know, thinking about a spirit-filled mother and the importance of that. Uh, what are some basic principles that every mother should think about in understanding their God-given role as a mother? What would you th- say to that? Well, motherhood is a powerful vocation, and it's an easy thing to get overwhelmed within this role. You know, it's easy to focus on the frustrations and the disappointments that come with it. You know, there's a magnet on the fridge at home that says, I live in a house run by a tiny army I created myself. <laughs> so, I mean, it can get overwhelming, but a mother is a powerful person with the ability to influence her children like no other. And a godly influence is worth more than gold. And Billy Sunday said, there's more power in a mother's hand than a king's scepter. And when you mm. think about it, guys, you know, a mother is dealing with people at different stages of life from tiny people who can't express their emotions other than with a smile or a tear to a little bit bigger person who's learning the boundaries that they can reach, you know, to a young person. huh? (laughs) Pushing boundaries. Yeah, pushing boundaries. Absolutely. You know, and then you've got a young person that's trying to figure out their life goals and relationships. And even when you have an empty nest, you're still dealing with a person trying to help them be all they can be as they make their own Mm -hmm. decisions. And, you know, not to mention the changes in yourself through all this. So a mother mother is a powerful person. (laughs) And I found four words that start with mom, which I thought was kind of cool. So first is moments. You know, it's a noun meaning a very brief period of time. And motherhood usually starts with a painful moment that quickly turns to the most joyous moment. And then you have sleepless Mm. moments, happy moments, hungry moments, crying (laughs) moments, stinky moments, waiting moments, excited moments, you know, celebratory moments, scared, anxious, prayerful, peaceful, hopeful. A mom's life is made up of a lot of moments. (laughs) And then secondary word that I found was uh, momentary. And it kind of is very similar, but it's an adjective and it means brief, fleeting, Mm. short-lived. And the moments go so fast. Uh, Sister Ennis actually told me, Motherhood is the longest days and the shortest years, and I'm finding oh, that to be so, so true. Yeah. 
And then momentous, it's also an adjective. And I love this because it means having great or lasting importance, especially in its bearing on the future. So a mother's influence in the home is truly momentous. Mm -hmm. And then the last word I wanted to share was momentum. And it's a noun meaning strength or driving force gained by a course of events. And, you know, every mom listening right now wants to give her child the momentum or the strength that he or she needs to make heaven. You know, whether they make the basketball team or the volleyball team or win the spelling bee or ace their math math test, you know, it all dims in the light of the fact that our kids have to make heaven. And, you know, I get that a child makes up their own mind, and that's ultimately out of a mother's control. But my prayer is that the momentous, momentary moments that make up the childhood of Judah, Asher, and Aiden, give them the momentum to live a life for Christ. Mm, That's so good. There's so much there that is uh, so practical and and so helpful. Uh, You know, the thing you talked about there at the beginning about, you know, the different stages, uh, and there's different joys and different challenges associated with each stage. Oh, yeah. uh, And those are, they're real. And to work through those, uh, I was reminded as you were talking there, I was thinking about uh, a man in our church, uh, Brother Kirkland, who is, uh, you know, I think he maybe he's early 70s, somewhere in that, that age range. But his mother lived to be, I think, 101 or something like that. Uh, and he, I remember him telling me, he said, you know, I went to see my mom and I went into the room as this man who, you know, in my early 70s, who has grandchildren of my own, who is, you know, he's a pilot. He's a very distinguished man. I went in there as that. But when I walked in the door to mom, I was a little boy again. I was five years old as she's telling me different things wow. or giving me advice. And and just that that it's really is a lifelong uh journey, you know, that that the mother has, and so much good there that you talked about in those uh, words that start with mom that are helpful to remember and to think about uh, the duty of a mother. And looking at our present society, how wicked, how terrible it is, can be, and the attack upon the family, how critical is it for a mother to be spirit-filled? You know, anyone watching nowadays what's happening in the world around us can see that the world is growing darker every day. You know, evil has always been present, but it seems like now more than ever, it's being presented as acceptable. You know, people Mm -hmm. used to know what was wrong was wrong and what was right was right. You know, I felt like people had a general moral compass code, but nowadays wrong is not only being told it's right, but it's being taught as truth, which is so scary. And right is being suppressed and presented as judgmental or oppressive. And and honestly, it's a frightening place for moms. You know, I would be really tempted to just keep my kids at home or church 24-7 if it weren't for the grace of God. But even when you think about it, those places nowadays are not even as safe as they should be. And mm. so I was thinking about this topic today and like, how are we going to influence and guide our children? You know, how are we as moms going to walk a righteous walk with the peace of God in our minds and the joy of the Lord in our hearts? You know, how are we going to hold up the shield of faith that not Mm -hmm. only covers us, but our children? How are we going to pray those intercessory prayers? How are we going to be the best moms that we can be? And 
I love the fact that Acts 2, 38 and 39 says, Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remissions of sin. And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to mm-hmm. all that are afar off, even as many as the Lord our God shall call. So that's why it's vital. We've, we've got to have the Holy Ghost because of the day that we're living in. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. And the, the aspect of it being this promise that's for you and for your children is, uh, is, gives us hope, right? It gives right. us hope um, in, uh, as you outlined, this society that is just, it's just gone completely mad and is completely uh, godless. And it is a fearful uh, place to raise children, uh, an evil day in a society. But uh, it's the same Spirit of God that has brought every uh, generation of Christians through uh, mothers from uh, all generations has brought it, brought the, brought them through, and uh, the same spirit is going to bring us through. Um, and that's encouraging in the midst Absolutely. of the the reality of the challenges that we face. And so that's that's so helpful. That's so good. So as you outlined there in Acts uh, chapter two, Jesus he promises uh, spirit baptism, and he says it's to you and to your children. So how would you say a mother should respond to this opportunity for divine assistance that Jesus has promised? Well, first I would remind her it's a gift. You know, requirements for receiving the baptism in the Holy Spirit, you must have confessed Christ as your Savior. And now you believe that you'll receive the Holy Ghost. I mean, it's really as simple as that. If you're living a born-again life, trying to serve God to the best of your ability, and your surrender to His will in your life, you can believe that you'll receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. So that's yeah. what I'd remind them first: is it's a gift. It's it's not something we earn. It's the birthright of a believer, really. Mm-hmm. And then second, I'd remind them: uh, it's a promise. You know, it's not something we wish for. It's it's not a dream. It's it's a promise. And that word in that context translates as an announcement or pledge, especially of divine assurance of good. And Jesus himself promised this. In Luke 24, he said, Behold, I send the promise of my Father unto you, but tarry in Jerusalem until you be endued with power. And then Acts 2 tells us of, you know, everyone's pretty familiar with that first account of the church being filled with the power of the Spirit. They heard a mighty rushing wind, they saw flames of fire, and they spoke in tongues. And every Mm -hmm. account of a person being filled after that had just one of those signs. You know, the wind and the fire preceded his coming. But the tongues was the result of it, and that's the same today. And God didn't just stop there. You know, in Acts 10, we see Cornelius, and he was hungry for more of God, and he had fasted four days, and he gathered his family and his close friends, and he wanted to hear what Peter had to say. And Peter says, I perceive that God is no respecter of persons. And to that room, he began to testify of the person of Jesus Christ. And the Bible says, while he was talking, the Holy Ghost fell. And Mm -hmm. the friends that came with Peter were shocked because these were Gentiles. And the Holy Ghost had just fallen on ordinary folk, if you will, who were hungry for more. And it's a promise that rings true today. And, you know, we've talked about how the world is truly getting darker every day. And really, that should be no surprise to us. You know, 2 Timothy 3 says... This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. And perilous means difficult or dangerous, and that's, mm-hmm. that's right where we're at. 
But I love that that same fra- that same phrase of last days is found in Acts two seventeen. It shall come to pass in the last days, saith yes. God, I will pour out of my spirit upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters, your young men, your old men, all my servants, all my handmaids. In those days, I will pour out of my spirit. So I would just remind every mom listening right now, it's a promise. You can believe it, you can claim it, and you can live it. You know, in Acts our 238, our, our scripture for today, it says, ye shall receive, which literally translates to get a hold of. And I mm-hmm. love that because receiving this power requires a surrendering of yourself. So ultimately, you're getting a hold of him while he's getting a hold of you. That's so good. and. Yeah, it's this uh, thing that, as you outlined there, it's this gift that he wants to give, and uh, most mothers that I know love to receive gifts. Yeah. <laughs> it's something that they, they want to receive. It, it's something that they feel appreciated and feel uh, you know cared for, and our Heavenly Father uh, wants to care for you and wants to care for each of us uh, to give us the gifts that we need. Uh, the gift of of the baptism of the Holy Spirit to empower us to be all that He would call us to be, and uh, there's nothing that needs to be done as far as earning it. It's it's just a gift that He wants us to receive, and so yeah, that's so good and encouraging to rest in the promise uh, that He wants to give to every mother uh, that is listening this uh, today that they would receive this. Uh, and seek after it. Uh, and if you've received the gift uh, of the baptism of the Holy Spirit, to continue to uh, be filled with the Spirit. Uh, you know, it's it's a daily, continual uh, seeking to be uh, the Spirit of God to, to to fill us, to empower us for each day um, that we face various things. To, and as you mentioned, the perilous times that we're in, that God's Spirit would empower us. So, wow, that's so helpful. And for those out there that maybe this is this is new to them and they've never known of a spirit-filled life and they've heard of speaking in tongues, it's more than the tongue. I heard it right. explained mm-hmm. that the Holy Ghost is like a locomotive and the whistle of the locomotive is the tongue. There, there's no power in that whistle, but it does give give them an ear to what's coming, the power that's right. coming. Mm. And so for for a long time, I was one who sought after the Holy Ghost for a very long time, and I had all of the knowledge. But um, like you said, receiving that gift, and um, uh, maybe Dr. Tim, for a moment, just talk about prayer and praise and how mm-hmm. um, uh, it's, a, mm-hmm. it's a mode. And maybe mm-hmm. for those out there that don't have a full knowledge of what a Spirit-filled life looks like and what is the tongue, maybe just touch on that just for a second. Sure, sure. Yeah, well, as a way of uh, reminder, we do have several episodes in our archive where you can yes. go and we, we've covered this subject in, in some depth, so you feel free to go back to get more. But uh, real quickly, yeah, simply speaking in tongues, all it is is prayer and praise. That's what you're doing. You're praying or praising in a different mode. It's not in your known tongue. Uh, it's in an unknown tongue, but it has... Uh, it has uh, power associated with it, just as prayer or praise in your known tongue has power yes. associated with it. And the power isn't in the words that you say, just like in if you speak English, if you pray in English, the word the power isn't in the words that you use, whether you use big fancy words or you just say, you know, simple prayer. The power is in our spirit communicating with the spirit of God, and the same is true with speaking in tongues. The power isn't found in the 
the words of tongues, but it's in our spirit communicating with the Spirit of God. And as uh, people that, you know, there's uh, so many things that we face, and we don't know how to pray as we ought, uh, the Bible tells us. We don't know how to pray about the the deep issues that we're facing and the, the concerns that we have in our spirit. And so through speaking in tongues, we're able to communicate um, outside of language the very depths of our heart and our soul as we, we groan within our spirit for uh, the Spirit of God to help us. And so, yeah, I encourage you, if you want to know more about that, check out those episodes. So, Sister Amy, kind of moving on through this here, from your perspective as someone who has a Spirit-filled mother, and you are a Spirit-filled mother yourself, how critical is it for mothers to pass down that Spirit-filled experience to their children? It's vital. You know, I've, I've heard it said you don't have to have the Holy Ghost to make it to heaven, and that's true. And as I was thinking about that, I kind of thought of this illustration, and it, it may be kind of silly, but so when you go to Walmart for your groceries this week, you don't have to use a shopping cart. You know, you can gather your arms full and take them to the checkout and then to the car and then make as many trips as you need to gather all your items. You know, you have the freedom to choose that method of shopping. You still get your groceries. It's the same result. But Walmart provides shopping carts free of charge. You don't even have to let them borrow a quarter. <laughs> and the, the result is a better shopping experience, you know, time efficiency. And I would never, ever want to lower the power of the Holy Ghost because he's so much more than this podcast has time for. But my question is, why would you not want the free gift, the promise that he made available to you? And That's like good. I know, you know, Dr. Tim has studied this topic tremendously, and I actually used him as a resource as I was studying for this. So I would encourage listeners to go back and listen to some of those podcasts. But what jumped out at me today in Acts 2.39 was the phrase for you and your children. And yeah. I realized that this verse is talking to, you know, every believer. But being Mother's Day, you know, yesterday, I, I just felt like he was talking to mamas. I mean, he's literally mm -hmm. describing a mom for you and your children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And just like Peter told Cornelius, God is still to this day no respecter of persons. Yes. You know, yeah. I've I've seen the power of the Holy Ghost firsthand. You know, I've I've heard people sing in a language they've never studied during an altar service. And I remember a missions trip to Vanuatu. A young man was very disgruntled, and he came towards the missionary with a machete. And I saw Brother Rojak walk toward him with his palm outstretched, full of the Holy Ghost. And that man turned around and left. You know, I've heard the firsthand account many times of when my Meemaw Snow received the Holy Ghost. She spoke in tongues for hours and had to be carried to the truck. And Ma Dad said she was a different mama after that. You know, I've heard my own mother pray in the Holy Ghost many times, and I've seen her be led by the Spirit in situations that required discernment. Yes, yeah. And as for myself, I was a kid's camper at Camp Penile when I received the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And I remember I had actually finished praying and went and sat down. And my dad came up and he's like, Amy, you want to go back down and pray a little longer? And I don't remember how long I stayed, but when I left, I, I had the Holy Ghost. And I've been mm -hmm. praying specifically about two years now for the boys. And I pray that they have a hunger for the power. You know, I, I pray, Brother Brad, during children's church that a cloud descends. You know, I, I yes. pray when I'm cleaning yeah. back there that... There is just an atmosphere ready for the power of the Holy Ghost. Yes. 
You know, I pray that as the boys are walking around the altar at the end of service, that they start to want it for themselves. And I just, I just encourage, encourage you to remember it's, it's available and it's for you and for your children. Oh, that's so wonderful. And so, such a a heartfelt uh, passion uh, to see it happen um, in our children, right? And that's something that every parent uh, ought to desire, that it would be not just something that they experience, but they pass that on to the next generation and uh, because they need it. And uh, we want to be facilitators of that, encouraging for that. In conclusion, I'd just like for you to share your heart to the mother listening right now who desires to maybe for the first time be uh, filled with the Spirit and baptized in the Holy Spirit, or maybe for that mother that has been Spirit-filled, um, but just you know, really uh, needs a fresh uh, outpouring of the Spirit in her heart and her life. She's feeling uh, maybe dry, overwhelmed, uh, you know, maybe feeling in a spiritual time where uh, she's struggling right now. Uh, maybe just encourage uh, someone right now as we end. Well, first, I want to thank the mom for taking time to listen to this today. And no matter what stage of motherhood our listeners in, whether they're changing diapers or watching grandbabies or longing for a relationship with an estranged child, I want them to know that I've prayed for them today. And I have prayed that even as Cornelius and his family was filled with the Holy Ghost as Peter spake, that during this very podcast, the Holy Ghost would fill listeners. And I believe, Brad and Tim, that you will hear reports of this. To God be all the glory. But I believe with all my heart that the Lord is wanting to pour out His Spirit in a greater way than we've ever seen. And as you're listening to this today, you know, no matter what you're feeling or facing or fearing, just let the Lord minister to you and let Him cultivate a hunger in your heart and just ask Him, you know, for this gift. And we can't afford to lose our children, and the enemy knows his time is short. So I would just encourage you, you know, as this podcast comes to a close, ask the Lord to fill you with the power, and I believe that he will. And I just... I'm proud of you, Mama. You're doing a good job. And thanks for taking time to listen today. And I just believe that the best is yet to come. And the Holy Ghost will fill you and empower you to be all that you need to be. Amen. Amen. That's so, so well said. Thank you so much uh, for sharing from your heart today. And I know that's going to be a great blessing uh, to those that listen. And we just uh, thank the Lord for you and uh, your life. And just so thankful for your time today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Questions of Faith podcast. If you like what you've heard, please consider subscribing and writing a review on your preferred audio platform. That would really help us out. This show was produced by Brad Stevens, theme music by the band Liquify. Questions of Faith is a ministry of Faith Tabernacle Assembly of God located in Denton, Texas. The goal of this podcast is to equip the modern day Christian with answers to timeless questions. If you would like to submit a question that may be highlighted on the show, you may do so by emailing us. That email address is questions at ftdenton.com. You may also submit a question by messaging our Facebook page, Questions of Faith Podcast. And until next Monday, God bless.